the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the following program may contain pre-recorded da, material. Da, da, da. Yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. I hope you had a good weekend. I mentioned it on Friday, but Saturday was the actual anniversary of 9-11. If you have a grandchild or a child who is under 25, that means they would have no recollection of the event. That's a lot of people. Anyone under 25, and believe me, for all intents and purposes, 26, 27 would probably fit too. How much do you remember in the news when you were six? I'm Dennis Prager, by the way, and welcome to the show. So you ask them, what happened on 9-11? Just say, what happened on 9-11? Don't even give the year. That'll confuse them. Can't expect them to know that much. 2001. What happened on 9-11? If you uh, have a nephew, niece, grandchild, child, and they are, again, uh, under 25, 26 years of age, Ask them what happened on 9-11. My, uh, my suspicion is that many will not know, and if they know, they will say that America was attacked uh, by airplanes. I, I, I don't know if they'll use the, the word terrorist, and I don't know if they'll identify them as Islamists. And I, I strongly suspect they won't identify them which is sort of like saying, what happened at Pearl Harbor, America was attacked. By whom? Don't know. The, that would be an analogous example. So uh, if you have any uh, answer to that, I'd love to. I mean, it would have to be tomorrow, I, uh, obviously. But I would be very interested, if you send me an email at DennisPrager.com, I would be most interested in knowing what the 25 or under in your life would answer that question. Then show them the PragerU video. Very good. And then show them the PragerU video. If, If you can't ask your grandchild or your child for five minutes, uh, I don't want to depress you, <laughs> but uh, that shows a, 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 you're really walking on eggshells with your own child or grandchild. It, it's not even political. There's nothing, there's nothing woke or unwoke or anti-woke about it. It's just a, it's just a historical, informative, five-minute documentary, as it were, what happened on 9-11. That's the title. That's the title. Can't get more direct or more non-political than that. What happened on 9-11? They should know. The thing that is 
really painful. And I'm, I'm good at managing pain, and I'm good at, at avoiding pain because a lot of things are not worthy of the pain that people experience in their personal life and, and macro life. But they're... Okay. Uh, so the, uh, the example here... Uh, I got something came on and I lost my train of thought. It's too bad. Uh, a, a broadcast just came on accidentally. Anyway, the uh, the nine eleven issue uh, is one that is uh, uh, reminds me. I do now recall. It reminds me of something, and they said it was painful. The amount of patriotism surrounding that those weeks. I remember kids high school age, selling American flags. And I remember I bought a flag from a girl near my house. I would say she was a high school girl. And I, and it was a little flag. And she charged me $20 for it. And I bought it. I was so happy that kids were selling American flags and they, they could command such a price that I bought it. And do you realize where we are today where kids are basically taught that the flag represents racism? The flag represents oppression? This is what kids are taught? Do you understand the injury to America and the injury to them? They have nothing to believe in except wokeness, all of which is just made-up stuff. It's just made-up stuff that, th- that they're supposed to spend their lives fighting, like racism. Now, ah, you're saying that racism is made up? I'm saying that, the, that, that devoting one's life to fighting a fairly minimal evil in the United States, racism, is made up. The amount of racism that is identified with America, that is indeed made up. All of the evils that the left fights and devotes their lives to, their empty lives, they're all made up existential threat to life of global warming that's made up global warming is not made up racism is not made up devoting one's life to fighting them that's made up because they don't warrant that amount of dedication and effort think think about what gives people Half, the, half this country and the Democratic Party, all, all of its meaning in life, fight the non-vaccinated, but even though probably half the vaccinated have the antibody to COVID, but they are the enemy. People who drive cars that are gasoline-powered, they are the enemy. 
people who deny that America is fundamentally, systemically racist, they are the enemy. When you don't fight real evil, you fight made-up evils. That is, that is the motto of the left. 9-11 had a, an outburst of love of America, and it was the last one. That was the last time it happened. Kids today, the high school kid today, would look at pictures of kids selling flags at corners and think, was it, what year was that, from 1910? Is that from World War II? If they know about World War II. My assumption is they know nothing about World War II if they've gone to an American school, private or public. The constant harping on public is a little absurd. You learn almost nothing except to hate this country and uh, wonder what sex you are at most schools. 9-11, Syracuse professor defends 9-11 with the claim it was an attack on heteropatriarchal capitalist systems. How's that? How's that? This is the crap that your kids learn at a place like Syracuse University. Megan Kelly, who's really become a fighter, you know what she said? She tweeted, as a Syracuse University poli-sci grad, I just wanted to say, Ms. Jackson, you can F right the hell off. How do you like that? Megan Kelly, who'd, who'd have thunk? Yeah. Jen M. Jackson, a black assistant professor of political science, made the remarks that 9-11, in other words, 9-11 was a good thing, basically, right? Isn't that what she's saying? What does she teach? Assistant professor of political science. Series of tweets on Friday. We have to be more honest about what 9-11 was and what it wasn't. It was an attack on the heteropatriarchal capitalist systems that America relies upon to wrangle other countries into passivity, wrote Jackson, who uses they and them pronouns. Did you know this? Jackson's personal website describes the professor as a queer, gender-flux, androgynous black woman, an abolitionist, a lover of all black people, and an assistant professor at Syracuse University. Don't you just want your kids to study there? Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. 
But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. There's a reason gun owners of America is known as the only no-compromise gun lobby in Washington. From lobbying in the halls of Congress and the executive branch to battling in the courts, wherever your Second Amendment rights are being infringed, GOA and their grassroots army are there. GOA has never compromised on the Second Amendment in its 45-year history. GOA's mission is simple, to protect, defend, and restore the Second Amendment. GOA has a special offer for my listeners and a free gift. It's up to us to protect the Second Amendment. Please visit gunowners.org, gunowners.org forward slash Prager to join in this important battle for liberty. That's gunowners.org forward slash Prager. Not exactly sure how he does it, but he does it. The the constantly in motion, always passionate, articulate Larry Elder. Larry, I voted for you. My whole family went on. Uh, let's see, was it Friday? I think it was Friday. We went to a poll polling station where we live. You were the eighth. <laughs> the eighth. You had to scroll down eight times to get to Larry Elder. Wow. I I think, Dennis, it's different uh, uh, ballot ordering in different uh, districts. Oh, interesting. Sometimes I'm I'm at the top, sometimes in the middle, sometimes at the bottom. It depends on on what district you live in. I know how I can prove to you that I voted. As long as I know you, I didn't (laughs) know you had a middle initial. That's right. It stands for Allen. (laughs) Yeah, like, like 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 your like your like your producer. Uh, no, I think your parents knew that that would happen. Uh, there, there was, exactly, it, it, it was it was great. So you showed up at this uh, terrific event of, uh, of uh, run by uh, my station and your station, the local one. We were on many stations, but the local LA station, KRLA, huge sold out event in Orange County, and uh, I, I assume the audience went nuts when you came in. They, they did. It was quite a reception. I was very pleased. Well, for good reason. I mean, th- there is a, a tremendous amount of love for you, not just support uh, in, in the political sense, but love and admiration. It's it's a big deal. And uh, what's your latest thinking on, on, the, on the, the part that really counts, the recall of Newsom? Well, Dennis, they've been pouring a lot of money into it. Um, so far, at least $75 million. We suspect closer to $100 million uh, before it's all said and done. And Barack Obama cut a commercial for him, and Bernie Sanders has cut a commercial for him, and Senator Warren's cut a commercial for him, and uh, Joe Biden is here today to um, campaign on his behalf. So they've thrown a lot of uh, lumber at me. But we still think it's uh, within the margin of error on the, on the recall side. Uh, and um, Republicans tend to vote later. Uh, they tend to vote in person. Uh, and so the polls that suggest that the uh, recall uh, is losing some, some momentum, we are suspicious about it because they tend to oversample Democrats. Um, and um, again, none of these people that have come in to defend and support Gavin Newsom have uttered the following words. Gavin Newsom has done a good job for the people of California. They talk about it being a Republican takeover. And as you know, at first it was a takeover by white supremacists until I entered the race. And that talking point went away. 
But the L.A. Times, as you know, called me the black face of white supremacy. So they're allowing other people to make comments like that. Gene Guerrero repeated that uh, yesterday. I, I, what was it, on MSNBC or yeah. C- on CNN? I, I mean, it, it's, a, it's a real statement of the low moral and intellectual level of our media that the L.A. Times did not fire her and CNN has her on that she would call you the black face of white supremacy, which she repeated again. There's yeah. there's no price paid for the most vile charges. You know, and Dennis, um, a few days ago, there was a front page article about me in the New York Times, and it never mentioned that I'm black, and never mentioned that I would be the black first black governor of California, which is fine with me. I've never made a big deal out of that. You know that, Dennis. I've never said that people should vote for me because I'm black. I vote against me because I'm black. And frankly, after Barack Obama got elected president, it seems to me everything else is anticlimactic. But if you want to play that game, on the very same page of the New York Times, uh, on the other side of the page was a big article about, quote, the first female governor of New York, close quote. Right. Uh, a woman who only became governor because Cuomo resigned. So that was a big deal. She was the first because she has a D at the end of her name. I have an R at the end of my name, and I'm no longer black. (laughs) Yes, that's exactly right. What happened exactly at the L.A. Times editorial board with Guerrero? Well, um, we had a whole, I think about an hour, with all these members of the L.A. Times editorial board. She was not listed as one of the persons who would be there. Otherwise, we would have protested. Uh, and then at the end of the hour, she pops up and wants to ask a question. And I refused to let her ask the question because she was not scheduled to be a participant. If she had been scheduled to be a participant, I would have quarreled and would have had her eliminated right then and there. And so we, we meaning my communication director and I, did not allow her to ask, ask her a question. And she said, well, let me just ask the question anyway. You don't have to answer. And I said, no, you're not going to ask it at all. And so we shut her down. So the 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 editorial board, as it were, sprung her on, on you? Exactly. They said there would be about six people. They, they listed the names of the six people. Uh, she was not listed. And then all of a sudden she pops up near the end of the, uh, of the uh, interview with the L.A. Times editorial board. The whole thing is, on, is on, uh, um, on our website. You can watch the entire thing. And she tried to ask a question, not having informed us that she would be there at all. <laughs> So she claims you, she claimed on CNN yesterday, you don't answer reporters' questions. Well, A, she's not a reporter, uh, and B, uh, answered all the questions up until the time she showed up. Again, this is all online. There were several people there from the LA Times editorial board, none of whom, by the way, happens to be conservative. Isn't that fascinating? You have a whole editorial board, all these members of the LA Times editorial board, not a single one is a conservative. Anyway... So uh, that translates into I won't answer questions. Well, I won't answer questions about from somebody who refers to me essentially as a black David Duke. I have a real problem with that, yes. It would be interesting to ask the, the board members. I know they're, they're there to ask you questions, but are, are you comfortable with your newspaper saying that about me? I Dennis, I, I did ask that. That was the first thing. If you watch the thing, again, it's on uh, my website, electelder.com. You can find it. The first several minutes were my asking them, are you okay with me being referred to as the black face of white supremacy? And initially they wouldn't answer. And I said, if somebody at Salem said something like that, 
and someone asked me how I felt about it, I would give an opinion for a couple of reasons. One, I would have an opinion, and secondly, I would be concerned about the brand of Salem. Aren't you concerned about the brand of the L.A. Times when you have an opinion person referring to me as a blackface of white supremacy? And uh, they kept saying, well, we don't really comment on what other people say. We don't really comment on what other people write. Uh, but, I, but the first several minutes of it were, were, were me essentially cross-examining them over the assertion that I'm the black face of white supremacy, and they felt very uncomfortable about my series of questions. God, it's, it's astonishing. By the way, you're right about they don't say anything about Newsom. I saw the Barack Obama ad. I, I must say to you, uh, I think Barack Obama had just awakened from from his night's sleep. <laughs> did you see the ad? I did not. It is um, it is as passionless as I have ever seen Barack Obama. Well, and it has, and uh, you're right. It has nothing to do with Gavin Newsom. Right. Well, you know, Dennis, uh, I have very strong feelings about Barack Obama. I think he's done a great deal of damage in race relations. Right. Hold on he with me, great... Larry. I want I want everybody okay. to go to electelder.com. There's a, there's a link at dennisprager.com or go straight there and, and donate these last days. Don't you get tired of commercials screaming at you to buy gold now with inflated promises on future values? In an unregulated industry, you need honest, real experts to give you solid advice to protect your wealth and top picks on the best coins and bullion. As environmental policy becomes a hot topic, one precious metal that's been significantly undervalued for years is potentially set to surge. Nick Grovich, owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion, has long recommended this precious metal. Up to 600,000 ounces of this rare metal will be needed by 2030 to produce green hydrogen. Nick is doubling down on this pick, and you should too. Call Nick at AmFed Coin and Bullion to find out more. I've been friends with Nick for years, and he's my go-to guy when it comes to coins and bullion. I trust him. That's a very big statement, by the way. Call Nick at 800-221-7694-800-221-7694, AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you about an interesting supplement that has made a big deal in my life. I had the, the pins and needles feeling in my feet. I've had it for about 25 years. It got quite intense. So among the things I did is I had inserts put in, which helped because it lifted the bone from the nerve. And I threw away the inserts last year after I started taking Nerve Renew. I read about Nerve Renew on the internet, and so I tried it out. And amazingly, after about a year, it doesn't happen overnight, I got rid of the inserts I had worn for 10 years. It's minimal, the uh, the pins and needles effect that I have. I'd like you to try it out. Go to NerveRenew.com. They offer two-week trial of their product and a one-year money-back guarantee it nerverenew.com or your two-week trial now. I asked them to advertise. That's how effective I think the product is. nerverenew.com Hello, my friends. Dennis Prager here with one of the most important races in uh, recent American history, the California recall of a governor who has only done damage because he's the governor who is Democrat. And all he's done is damage to the state of California. As businesses leave in the greatest numbers in California history, a net decrease in the population for the first time, actually leading to a decrease in the congressional representation, 
right. the, the schools are pathetic, and uh, there is a, a, a tremendous alternative if uh, Newsom is recalled. Larry Elder is who I have in mind. Larry will be speaking and honoring a World War II veteran and his family at Monterey Park City Hall, for those of you in that area or any area of L.A., from 10 to 11 this morning, so shortly after uh, we end our uh, interview. So uh, you want to get a picture with uh, Larry Elder. You just want to help him. This is a great way. Go to the uh, Monterey Park City Hall. So uh, what is this uh, with the World War II veteran? Um, Well, uh, this is a congressional gold medal ceremony. Um, And uh, as you know, Dennis, my dad received a congressional gold medal. Uh, He received his posthumously. Uh, My dad was a a Monfort Point Marine. They were the first black Marines. And Congress gave them a congressional gold medal uh, after my dad had died. And so uh, former Congressman Dana Rohrbacher arranged for a ceremony at Camp Pendleton here in California. And my dad received his posthumously. My brother Kirk and I were there for the ceremony. In fact, you can see the whole ceremony on YouTube. Just just Google uh, Hmm. Staff Sergeant Randolph Elder and you can watch the whole thing. What would your father, who who did indeed grow up in in a racist America, or certainly racist parts of America, what would he say about the charge that America is systemically racist? Uh, Well, he would um, be angry at us, meaning my brothers and me, if we use racism as an excuse because he knew what real racism is. And when we were young, uh, by young I'm talking about late 50s, my father said, Things are so different now, quote, the door is wide open. And that, of course, was well before the door was truly wide open. But compared to uh, what my father faced, uh, as far as he was concerned, opportunity was unlimited. So he would have very little patience with critical race theory, very little patience with, with reparations, very little patience with people complaining uh, about uh, about oppression. What do you see uh, as the the... If we had a chart is the the belief that America is anti-black rising the same or lowering in black America? Well, it seems to me it's on the increase. Uh, And um, I blame, uh, in part, uh, people like Barack Obama. You know, when Barack Obama got elected, uh, I think he won with 52% of the vote, something like that. Before he set foot in the Oval Office, Dennis, his popularity had increased to almost 70% meaning a whole bunch of people who didn't vote for him still pulled for him because they assumed he was going to bring about racial uh, reconciliation. Uh, and as you know, uh, he repeatedly, in my opinion, went the wrong way. And, and that's one of the things that I find interesting about him. You know, Dennis, he cut a commercial for uh, Gavin Newsom. One of the big things I'm running on is school choice. Uh, Barack Obama, when he was living in Indonesia uh, with his stepfather and mother, attended a private school that was run by the Uh, executives of the oil company where his stepfather worked. His mom sends him to Hawaii. He goes to the finest prep school in Hawaii. He comes here to L.A. uh, for the first two years of college at Occidental, uh, a selective uh, private school. He finishes up at Columbia, an Ivy League school. He goes to Harvard, Ivy League school. Michelle Robinson, his wife, uh, she did attend a public high school in Chicago, but not the one nearby because it was inferior. She got on a bus and went to one much further from her home. Uh, the girl, Sasha and Malia, attended a private school that was run by the University of Chicago for uh, teachers and instructors at that school when Obama 
was an instructor there. And then when they moved to Washington, D.C., uh, they went to Sidwell Friends, uh, the Quaker school that's tuition is currently $40,000 a year. So the girls never set foot in a public school. Obama never set foot in a public school. And for all intents and purposes, Michelle Robinson, his future wife, uh, attended a charter school. Yet the Democrats are opposed to school vouchers. Democrats are opposed to parents having the same kind of choices yep, they had. Yep. And it's fascinating to me. Yeah, fascinating is a, is a, is a neutral <laughs> word. It's obnoxious. It's a neutral word. Yes. Okay. All right, folks. Help Larry Elder. ElectElder.com. Larry, you're, uh, you're, you're a credit to the country and not to mention to yourself and your parents. Thank you again. God bless. Thank you, Dennis. Righto. He's really, he, he, it's amazing. He's, he's really fighting for the country. Not just California. He's fighting for the country. It would be a great day in this country if he became governor of California. I'm Dennis Prager, and you are well aware of our being censored. That is Prager U, for example, by the left-wing tech giants. So many of us are taking a different approach and using SquadPod, a team communication and collaboration app for businesses, nonprofits, sales teams, and religious organizations. It has everything you need, chat, video calls with screen sharing, file storage, etc. Plus, it's 100% private, non-discoverable, and American-made, owned, and operated. Stop supporting the companies who engage in data mining, profiling, selling data, and limiting expression of ideas. Take back your privacy, intellectual property, and right to free speech with SquadPod. Visit SquadPod.com forward slash Prager, SquadPod.com forward slash Prager to learn more. That's squadpod.com forward slash Prager, squadpod.com slash Prager. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. Because I can't speak for Larry Elder, I won't take the call, but I will just address the subject. Willie in Fairfield, California, wants to know, why does Larry think slave owners should get reparations? That is the way in which the media reported it. They didn't report the last part of the sentence. I mean, he said it in, the, in the virtually the, either the next sentence or the end of the sentence. The Brits did that, and that is the way they avoided a civil war. Sometimes you do things uh, that are, are, uh, are wrong f- uh, on a moral level, but they are right on a, on a larger scale because you have averted more evil. So... Whether or not it would have averted a civil war in the United States, I, I am not capable of addressing. Perhaps literally only God knows. But that is the reason. He's not a fan of slave owners. But uh, the you, you know what oh, truly, uh, to use the old phrase, cracks me up, is when the left say, we deal in nuances. The right, they don't. The idea that left the left deals in nuances is just another enormous lie of the left. That's the one thing that they truly don't do, aside from tell the truth, deal in nuances. America is systemically racist, is not nuanced, to say the least. Anyway, I did want to address that. Uh, I was talking about uh, 9-11 and this generation in light of the fact that Saturday was the anniversary of... 9-11, El Segundo, California, and Mike, hello. 
Hi, Dan. So I have two points to make, one nine eleven and one on something you said about the Korean War. We fought it. Anyway, nine eleven. I believe I'm pretty sure correct that the last nineteen years, the mainstream news media has show the video clip of the jet passenger liner flying into the World Trade Center building, even though that's iconic, historic, big shown repeatedly throughout the day, every anniversary day for the 9-11 jihad terrorist attack. So that's clearly um, fake news. Wait, know, I'm sorry. The, I, I, it's not, there was like a part that was not clear. The media okay. have uh, shown the plane... Going into the into okay, the, okay. Let me let me say no, 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 no. Just say just, just yeah. Just say that specific thing. The media okay. has shown the what media, over the last nineteen years. The news media has failed to show the video clip of the jetliner flying into crashing into. Okay, the that's very interesting. Uh, are you aware of that? As that, I, 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 it's a very interesting allegation. I don't know it. I, I'm, I'm sure that for about 15 years they have not said who did it. It's just, you know, it's so interesting. I mean, it's so interesting is such a terrible word. It is It is truly vile. That's, that's the word to be used. That if you say Islamists conducted that terror operation you are bordering or have crossed the line into Islamophobia. But you can say anything about Christians, and there's no such thing as Christophobia. Have you ever noticed that? Why is there no word for hatred of Christians? Which is probably by far the greatest religious hatred in the world today. Christians are being slaughtered by Muslims uh, in Africa and in the Middle East. And in the West, you can say anything you want about Christianity, anything, and they do. It, it is this. It is just the the source of our rotten Western civilization. But there's no such thing as as Christophobia. The, the word doesn't exist. How could that be? There's a word for the hatred of Jews. There's a word for the hatred of Muslims. There's no word for the hatred of Christians. There's no word for the hatred of whites. Is there hatred of whites? There is more hatred of whites permissible in the United States than than hatred of any other group. There is no comparison. No comparison. If you say what I just said on your Twitter account or your Facebook page, you, you may well be fired. Just ask the questions. You can't even ask questions. My column, which I'm working on today for publication tomorrow, Tuesday, which they come out Tuesdays, my columns, is about the three-fold attack on liberty. The three items being used for to establish tyranny. COVID, anti-racism, and climate change. This is the three-headed monster against liberty in the Western world. Those of you who support, and there are tens of millions of Americans who do, 
support almost any deprivation of liberty to the unvaccinated are supporting the road to tyranny in America, the road to dictatorship in America. It always begins with something that's popular. Otherwise, it wouldn't succeed. What's next? Well, it's already happening. All the people who have been canceled, all the free speech that has been undone in the name of anti-racism, correct? You dissent from the anti-racist lie of the left, the gigantic, enormous, unprecedented in America lie about America being racist and the critical race theory lie and the 1619 lie. You dissent, you lose your job. That's the second deprivation of freedom. And the third is on its way. You're going to use a car? You're going to have your house air-conditioned to 71 degrees or 69 degrees? That's the way it works. The three-headed monster for the suppression of liberty in America and the West. I'm Dennis Prager, 1-8-Prager-776. The Dennis Prager Show. I love him. Big business is vile. Just, just the whole thing's amazing here. Gene in Orlando, Florida says we should say Judeo-Christian phobia. <laughs> That's correct. We should. That's what it is. By the way, at its core, that is what the left is. It loathes Judeo-Christian values. It is the antithesis. I uh, I conduct High Holy Day services the 15th year in a row, except for last year because of COVID. I'm conducting services. You can stream them, by the way, at SalemNow.com. And whether you're Christian or Jewish or, or a- atheist, uh, I, I, I have no doubt in my mind it will deeply move you. And my speech on... The day, uh, one of my speeches at uh, Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year last week, was that uh, uh, Judaism has the best method of raising children I know. When a child is, uh, when a when a boy is eight days old, there is a uh, there is a circumcision ceremony, and there is a phrase made for all children, boy or girl, may you grow up for. Torah, marriage, and good deeds. That's what you need to make a good child. Stress those things. What we have today is godlessness instead of Bible. We have career instead of marriage. And we have good grades instead of good deeds. Something to think about. I have more coming up, obviously, at SalemNow.com for your interest. It, uh, My caller, though I didn't take her, she is right. This is all about Judeo-Christian phobia.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.